introduction because she's also recording right now. Go ahead, Moni. Hey guys, it's Moni. I am here with my sister, one of my best friends, one of my favorite people, Miss Sakina Ibrahim. Do I ever say your Is that how you say it? That's how you say it. Woo! I was like, do I know how to say your last name? No one says it right. Ibrahim, yes. Mind you, I've known her for 10 years now. Yeah. So Just about <laughs> Um, but we are having another one of Moni's musings, and we are discussing so much. We're talking about sex trafficking, sexual abuse, and the relationship, for me, the relationship that um, being of service and ministering to other people in those challenging situations with that challenging background, the relationship that that has the impact that has on that person's relationship with God and faith. And Sakina is an incredibly, incredibly gifted speaker, author, um, teacher, (laughs) dancer, performer, actor, singer. What else do you do? (laughs) Do you you carve? Do you do anything Um, else? (laughs) I do pottery. (laughs) Um, And Sakina has... An incredible, a couple incredible books out, Mm -hmm. Big Words to Little Me, and your second book, Daily Moves, Affirmations for the Millennial. Yes, and so Sakina and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to uh, speaking life, the power of the mind, the power Mm -hmm. of intention, the power of unity. Yeah. And we just wanted to share with you guys. And the power of healing. Which yes. I think is like the underlying thing in this conversation. So we were just saying before we were like, oh shit, we need to turn the <laughs> mics on. <laughs> I want to know, like, I think there's also a lot of, you know, obviously abuse that happens within the household. Yeah. And our parents can catch what those signals are like so for example i have a distant family member who was actually being sexually abused by her stepdad yo it's fucking deep yeah deep family in the church like has position in the church and what's crazy about it i remember spending the night and being so jealous because they like it was the full family dynamic yeah. of like mother, yeah, yeah. father, children. Uh-huh. And my father's in prison. So that's always a gap in my heart, a gap mm-hmm. in my life experience, not having my father around. And I remember seeing like that family dynamic and being like, wow, I wish, I'm like 10 at the time. I wish I had a dad like him. Mm-hmm. And then the news breaks. Yeah. And I cried so hard in my room. I, f- I, was, I felt so much compassion for this family member and what they had experienced. That they were experiencing abuse in their own house yeah. with the mother's husband. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's... And I'm like, as a church right as members of the church like what what do you what did they do you know what i'm saying right. what what's the perspective on that how do you even heal from that right and i think it all begins with 
starting with healing from fear if you can eradicate fear you eliminate problems you eliminate dis-ease in the body you eliminate dis-ease in your life and when it comes to um the church and mind you i'm being very general when i say this so i am a devout like jesus freak i'm also probably the most liberal jesus freak you've ever met (laughs) um so just know that i'm a performer and a christian and that's my perspective blending the two worlds but i i feel that the church has gotten to a point where They're either preaching from a standpoint of fear, meaning if you do this, you're damned to hell. Mm -hmm. If you do this, you're going to miss every blessing in your entire life. That one decision, you're Mm -hmm. ruined forever. Mm -hmm. That one decision that you made when you were seven, you are damned for life. You need to apologize and repent for it every single day Mm -hmm. until you die. Like, that's not, for me, that's not actual faith. You cannot have fear with faith right? So you can't have faith with fear. The two don't go together. So if you heal that and remember that God is love, love heals all things. That's why it's there. If you want to go back to the book, like let's study love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what love means. And if God embodies love, then when situations like this come up, you don't feel the need to hide them so that your family is not judged. You don't feel the need to avoid com- um, talking about them and confronting them because, oh, well, that's the deacon, so I don't want to overstep any toes, step on any toes, or I don't want to overstep any boundaries, or I don't want to disrespect his position in the church. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what he did. The title is what matters. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm all for the healing of the victim, but I also look at what made you do this? Mm-hmm. What healing does the deacon need? While as a woman, it kind of pains me to think that way, as a human being and a woman of faith, that's how you have to look at it. And what are you running from that made you run towards hurting another person? And that'll bring a different conversation up. That's when the church will be ready to heal and discuss topics like this because they're not going to be afraid of them. If you can have an open dialogue, you can find a solution. I never in my life have thought about the person who commits the act of violence. Mm -hmm. And that's like some involved shit. You You know, what pain, harm, abuse has that person been through? Yeah. That they feel the need to repeat it, Mm -hmm. you know, because it starts somewhere, you know, and a lot of times we think that guys or men have not been abused and they have, right? and and, they're afraid to talk about it. And they're afraid to talk about it. I mean, we have lots of queer friends, um, you know, lots of friends and family members in LGBTQ Mm -hmm. and there's been small conversation, hints moments where it'll come up where I think now for some reason a lot of us feel comfortable saying like oh yeah I was sexually abused or you know what I mean somebody touched me improperly at a certain age and you don't feel yeah it's safer Mm -hmm. now you don't feel like oh my god it's my fault oh my god I'm being judged oh my god they're not gonna like me all these things but and it's it's my fault is is a big thing but we we never talk about the boys and the men who also experienced 
sexual abuse and then commit it again, yeah you know for trying to claim power or trying to i don't know i'm not a psychologist i'm just right. speaking through the lens of people that i know who are still like really like deeply trying to heal from this and then you care you go on your entire life you have a family you you know you have your accomplishments you have your passion you have your job and like this stench of pain just doesn't go away or you can't get over this feeling of unworthiness yeah. which always comes up on quest for truth <laughs> and that feeling is another thing that stems from fear because it's the fear of being rejected the fear of not receiving love the fear of losing love mm. what makes you feel unworthy when you feel that love is being withheld from you or mm-hmm. withdrawn from you you mm. know and like you just touched on so many great so many great things because even down to where do we get the whole it's my fault as the victim yeah yeah. especially like if we're not necessarily harping on the topic but sticking to the topic of faith in any faith you know regardless so many people are like here i don't know how to word it i i believe that every action has a reaction. That's the way that life works. That's the Oprah way. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's science, the Oprah it's nature. Us. You know, it's what life teaches us. Yeah. Gravity teaches us. Us. If I throw Amen. a ball up, it's only going to go but so high, and it's coming right back down. And if my dumbass stands underneath it, it's going to knock hit. me out. <laughs> you feel me? And it's my own fault. I threw the ball yeah. up. Yeah. But, <laughs> you feel me? But I think. When it comes to faith, and this is something that I've been dealing with. So for some of Sakina's listeners, I have been dealing with this insane health challenge. I, um, I am not claiming it. I created, I allowed myself to build a close enough relationship with stress that it felt like it had the right to manifest in my body as disease mm. called GERD gastroesophageal reflux disease and it literally feels felt like all of my insides were just burning up and every time I would get upset the fire would come up more and what's funny is I'm an Aries and I'm not super into astrology but I do think that personality traits are pretty spot on and I'm a fire sign so it's funny that my ailment is the fire in my body wow but the fire is not necessarily the problem because that's passion right Going on a tangent, sorry guys, because that's passion, but if you turn that, that fire, that passion, if you obsess about it and morph it into fear, it's like starting a wildfire, right? Mm. And just burning everything up. And we can burn this internal fire, whether it's manifesting as, um, as GERD, as acid reflux, whether it's manifesting as heartburn, whether it's manifesting as uh, shrunken lungs, whether it's manifesting as migraines, whatever way it's manifesting, like we can, hold on, I lost my point, I went on too big of a tangent. Mm-hmm. You were talking about <laughs> the fire inside. Oh, right, and when it becomes fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All of that, can, st- can you leave these shoes alone? Sorry, guys dog in the house (laughs) she smells my dog (laughs) on my shoes um 
if you let that fear, that's what I was saying. Sorry, your mind can burn up that wildfire inside of you. Mm. That fear can come from your brain. All of my stress has come from imagining every negative outcome and every way I could mess up. Not what other people could do to me, but every way that I could mess up. And I was stressing about that so much that everything in me, even last night, my acting teacher was like, why do you need to be perfect all the time? There is no such thing as perfection. Mm -hmm. And I'm tying all of that back down to faith. Mm -hmm. When you focus too much on the action reaction. Now, when you focus too much on the reaction part. Yeah, for sure. That makes you, I feel like, second guess every single thing that you do and then when you start to think oh something goes wrong it's my fault when you go to the church and you hear you do one thing wrong that's your fault Mm -hmm. and then your mind starts going and then you have all this disease in your body and you don't know why and then you're a grown woman dealing with disease in your body dealing with heartache dealing with failed relationships dealing with maybe your businesses aren't successful as successful as you want them to be because you're not comfortable enough, you're too afraid to build the partnerships that you need to because you don't trust people. Dealing with past trauma. Dealing with past trauma. Childhood trauma. You're putting all of this weight on yourself because you feel like it all stemmed from you. Mm. Where did that come from? Simone Gabrielle, where did that come from? Sakina Abraham, where did that come from? (laughs) And like... Can I say that my faith brought it? No. Because God didn't teach me that. Yeah. So, yeah. It came from your fear. Exactly. And then I perpetuate whatever. Because when your mind starts racing, you sometimes forget what the first thought was. But that doesn't mean that it didn't stick. Mm -hmm. So if you keep building on that story, Mm -hmm. you know, like that just... Subconsciously, it drives you to make unhealthy choices mm-hmm. that repeat the trauma yeah. that you become so attached to you because it's deeply ingrained in your DNA because you've been building on that trauma instead of just healing it from the jump. Yeah. And that is why we need to talk about it. I hope you guys all caught that. I didn't quite catch it, but there were no, some good I points got in you. There. I got Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I followed you all the way, Whoa, all the way around the merry-go-round. It started with. Let me recap. It started with, why do we blame ourselves when something bad happens to us? Mm -hmm. Then you were sharing your experience with the disease and and what caused it, Mm -hmm. which was your stress. Mm -hmm. And then you circled it back around (laughs) to blaming yourself again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you the whole whole time. It reminds me about, I was listening to, I told you I was listening to this Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. um, podcast when I was driving up here. And the girl was talking about she was gang raped at 14 and that she had gotten attached to the story. Yep. And it became a part of her identity. Yep. And it became the reason, the thing she was comfortable with was the pain of it. Yep. 
I was really I was really messed up listening to this. All right, mm-hmm. so <laughs> mm-hmm. the thing she was comfortable with was the pain because mm-hmm. the thing had happened 14 years ago, yeah. but because you have built a relationship with the event mm-hmm. and the story and the pain and how that pain keeps you from doing blank in your life, keeps right. you from getting married, keeps you from... Um, trusting people and having intimate relationships keeps you from asking for the raise you want at work. I don't mm-hmm. know. Keeps you from blank. Um, so, like, Tony sort of coaches her through this whole thing and she, like, starts crying and she's expressing how she's free now, mm-hmm. how the exercises they were doing helped her to become aware yeah. of her attachment and love with the story. Yeah. And I, it made me really think, well, what story am I in love with what thing may have happened to me that I'm in love with that is a block and that is being held in my body and being held in my mind and so I'm still working through that because I think we all have them I Mm -hmm. mean you know I I hope it's not to that extent of abuse or to that that extent of violence for anybody but the reason why these conversations are so cool is because you can say anything and somebody can relate to it because we all go through the same shit. We're all in the same boat of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's not, there's not one thing that's going to affect you and the feeling out of it. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's why we have empathy and that's why we have compassion so mm. we can get each other. So anyways, the girl um, just decides like, you know, I'm free. I've broken free from this story. And then Tony says... Do you know that the cells in your body regenerate? He was talking about regenerate Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. So he's like, something that happened to you when you were 14, 20, 30 years later, those cells aren't even in your body anymore. Right. Then he says, but you know what creates them? Your mind. mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So in your mind, you're replaying that and and your brain is going, oh, okay, well, let's send down these, these... Um, violent, violently abused cells yeah. again. Let you know, and it that that really messed me up in a couple in a couple different ways. I think I always think about childhood trauma because I don't I don't know if we deal with it and address it. Like so, unless you are in therapy, unless yeah. you know what I mean, unless you are doing the work every single day to address those things. Um, and I think everybody's process and healing is different. Yeah, for um, sure. but it's all there, you know. And like, and you mm-hmm. wonder, like, well, how come this person is coked out, and yeah. how come this person is on a pole, and how come this person, is, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. causing harm to themselves or, or having toxic behavior, toxic relationships? That's where my my mind goes. It's like, how come? This person and how come me too? I always check myself. I'm oh, not, yeah. not judgy. We've evolved past that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know how how come? So, anyways, that really just makes me think about the ways we're attached to stories, and that if we knew the science of your body regenerating mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. every single day, you don't have to be attached to that story if you were to allow yourself to heal and to forgive and to let that story go your body is renewed and that made me think about christianity yeah you know i'm not that churchy anymore Mm -hmm. but it made me think about jesus and baptism yep being born again and being born Mm -hmm. again and i was like Oh, a mind well, renewal. A mind yeah. renewal. I said, oh, well. God knew what he was talking about. Okay, Tony. You better. 
didn't, he didn't say it, but I was able to connect it mm-hmm. because somebody might not be able to understand the language that I'm speaking mm-hmm. when I explain it the Tony Robbins way. But if you explain it through the language of the Bible and language of the church, I should say, you you are renewed every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's scientifically proven. Every single second. Every single second. You know, like, we we have to remember that our bodies are living organisms. Like, really take in the entirety of your body. Like, take in the fact, don't, now I'm just being a personal trainer and, like, a yogi person. But, like, (laughs) but, like, sit with the fact that, you know, so I am, um, because of the whole GERD thing, and there was a lot of associated anxiety and depression that developed over 10 years, and I have healed myself. I chose not to do, you know, conventional medicine. It just wasn't my thing. So I went with a company called Amare um, and partnered with them because I love that they, um, all of their products, they're the mental wellness company. And they're all about healing anxiety and depression through the gut. Because if you think about it, when you're stressed out, don't you get, don't you get nauseous? Mm-hmm. When you're in love, don't you get butterflies in your stomach? Mm-hmm. No, not really. But isn't that where you experience it? Isn't that where you feel it? Right? When you, I don't know, like, have you ever, like, even hit your funny bone and felt tingles through your entire arm? Go all the way up your neck. Like, you have to remember that your body is fully functioning for your highest good at all times. Your body yes. is fighting for homeostasis, is the proper scientific word. It's complete and total perfect balance. So, every second your body is on your side, the only thing that can train it to attack itself. To, which is really not true because your body doesn't attack itself, but train it to to fall out of balance yeah. is your mind. Mm-hmm. Is your mind. Where does fear start? In your mind. And to second that, my colon, thera- colon therapist mm-hmm. has reminded me that your gut is your first brain. Yeah, that's what the Amare, they call yeah. it the... They're, they call it a second brain. I don't know. But the two brains. You're healing the two brains. The brain up top, the brain in your gut. I don't know if she said first or second. I think she said first because we started talking about gut instinct. Yeah. And you know how deep. you can have a gut instinct to turn this way or to call this person? I like or that. to You know what I mean? Yeah. And then your brain will say, oh, well, no. And then shit hits the fan and you go, something told me not to blah, blah, blah. Or something told me to call mm-hmm. you. or You know what I mean? So we have to think about the gut, the core, mm-hmm. um, solar plexus that's where your chakra is yeah. your solar plexus mm-hmm. <laughs> the fire the root chakra all that is down in there so mm-hmm. i guess we are talking about health today so when we contaminate it right right we contaminate our our first brain second brain mm-hmm. whichever our, our other, other brain, brain. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can't think clearly you can't move that. clearly you're not in t- in tune and aligned with the universe mm-hmm. and with all the energy around you and I swear after I went um because I hadn't gone in like four years mm-hmm. and so in the midst of that four years um 
my man ended up in a wheelchair my uncle and like first love best friend died mm-hmm. so i was like extremely grieving my whole life was really flipped upside down yeah like broke and struggling and going through a lot when i had moved back to the east coast um which was all like i gotta survive you know it was yeah, all survival mode and i had put on these 15 and like could not get rid of this this 15 which did not come until my uncle passed away mm. so i'm sitting on the on the little bed and she's like, you know, going through the little map, and she's like real casual about poop. And she's like, yeah, well, you got to clean out your trash. It's just like a trash <laughs> bin. You wouldn't let the trash in your kitchen sit. <laughs> I love it. Shout, shout out to Stacy. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't let the trash in your kitchen um, sit and overflow. So why would you let the trash in your body overflow? And I was like, yo, Stacy, that's real. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. She, and you, she's like, you just have to be very casual about it. We don't have to make poop such a big thing yeah she said when you clear it out she said watch the rest of your day watch how creative you are yeah watch how clear you can think watch how much peace you have like i get headaches mm-hmm. a lot watch your headaches go away like watch your back pain go away you know mm-hmm. it's, it's really crazy how connected all this stuff is and it's amazing because the reason why i wanted to partner with this company was because Um, I had just been in the emergency room for over 16 hours and they couldn't figure out what pill to give me to take my pain from, if we're on a scale of one to 10, from a 15 down to at least a five. Mm -hmm. I sat there in pain, throwing up, thinking I was dying, 16 hours, crying, worst anxiety and depression of my life and they couldn't do anything. And I started taking these herbal holistic supplements and for me, for my body, Within 24 hours, I went from feeling like someone was holding like an electric shot to my arm and those currents were just going through my body to feeling like my heart was just like a simple boat bobbing at sea. I didn't realize that I didn't know what peace felt like. And it wasn't until, and I had gone through therapy. I'd gone through therapy. I'm a dancer. I danced it out. I'm a personal trainer. I worked it out. I did everything. But it wasn't until I healed my gut. Mm that that worked out. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's interested, reach out to me on Instagram at livesnatched, Mm L-I-V-E-S-N-A-T-C-H-E-D. But the whole point of that is because your body is so connected, like I just want to invite everyone to feel okay with making your peace and your joy are priority. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because that is healing. I agree. And when you were talking about like, Sack and I can run around until we are literally like, we're underground. Our little froze are sticking up out of the hole. And we're like, well, there's still a part of me above ground. So I can still <laughs> I can finish this going. to-do list. I can get at least these next six going. things done. Yeah. And I just want to like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I think I'm just focusing on fear because, you know, even going down to the whole DNA thing, there are scientific studies based around the trauma that is ingrained in African-Americans' DNA from slavery. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. What fear... Like, I'm not claiming any dysfunction or anything, but we cannot be upset because it's ingrained in us. We just have to correct it, like you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. 
make your peace and your joy. And I'm trying not to say mental health because it's like really overused, but like make your peace and your joy a priority. And don't worry if you're running around because you feel like you're not doing enough for other people to think that you're doing enough or that you're worthy of their love or their adoration or their time or their respect or even their support of your business. Hold on, my friend, just so that we're all clear. Let me tell you about how amazing Sakina is. So I launched. No, no. Finish ministering and then we can talk about that because you are onto something really good. I'm not going to lose it. Okay, fine. I'll come back to it. I'll come back. I wrote it down. I'll come back to it. But my friends. Yeah, people will support you. There are people out there who are called to be in your corner. There are people out there who are literally in a season and time where you just keep coming into their mind and their heart. And so they are following that gut instinct for me, that spirit instinct, whatever you call it that instinct to serve you, to love you, to make sure that you're okay. I had to put my hands up because that happened, that's been happening to me. I mean, I know it happens for us this Mm -hmm. week um, with your new business, Mm -hmm. but that has been happening to me. And I I had a reading like two months ago and we were talking about my career and purpose and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about you know, really kind of being connected and knowing people who are in position to to help and to support. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, my shit is not about fame. My shit is not about, like, being recognized right. or whatever. It's really about healing myself, yeah. one. And because I'm healing myself, I can help others heal through mm-hmm. my journey. So whether that's through my books, whether that's through my podcast, whether you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really all about service and creating happy and... Um, well-balanced life Mm -hmm. like that's that's my mission right Mm -hmm. so we don't be so we're not dysfunctional um angry violent human beings because those are the those kind of people have negatively impacted my life so I want to create less of those people (laughs) let's be kind compassionate loving because that's how you heal that yeah Yeah. that's how you stop attracting it too but sorry keep going we'll come back to that um so it was interesting. So I, I, I said like a prayer really about shifting my heart yeah, and shifting my heart to be around the right people where our missions would serve each other, mm-hmm. right? The, the mission for the greater good of the world. And, and I was like, oh, shoot, this is really happening. Yeah. So when, when you take your prayers serious um, I also recommend writing your prayers down. Yep. Right? Writing down the things that you want, um, which we I really want to get past the, the desire for material things. I think it's mm-hmm. late. I think it's corny. It's going to come. Like, right. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? I want come. us, even this book I'm reading um, by Michael Beckwith, life visioning he's talking about the abuse of the power of manifestation mm-hmm. i'm gonna manifest my bmw i'm gonna manifest my man blah 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 but you're but not it's gonna like, do nothing but are you gonna um do the work. manifest the healing of your right. heart exactly <laughs> like hello are you gonna, are are you gonna, gonna manifest <laughs> work ethic integrity <laughs> hello are the you shit gonna, that matters are you gonna manifest work ethic I like, like what <laughs> i like that 
I'm like, I'm always manifesting like peace and balance and harmony in my family. Like, yeah. you know, like the stuff that really matters because there's so people, rich people are telling us, look at fucking Kate Spade. Look yeah. at the chef. Look at, look, look at Robin, people who have it and they feel so unworthy. They taking their own life. That's letting you know manifesting the car and the job and the man and, and the house ain't it. Yeah. It ain't it. You have to do the human revolution work. You have to self-actualize. You have to purge. Yeah. Okay? Like, I was just telling you, I did some purging. I did my... I posted on my Instagram to make a list of the people you forgive. Mm-hmm. I didn't even... People showed up on that list. I didn't even know it was there. Right? That you didn't know like, you I didn't, didn't even know I was mad at you. Then. You're dead and gone. I didn't even know right. I was still mad at you. You know what I mean? I didn't... No, and it was so draining. I literally I slept the whole day. I had headaches and I slept the whole day. And then when I woke up, I was like, "Oh shoot, I feel free." Yeah, but it took work. It took a whole day. (laughs) But like, would you say? Would you say that that feeling could be classified as you felt renewed? Yeah, like you had healed your internal. That's what the connection was. I don't know where I was going, but like. (laughs) Your mind, you had healed your body. Yeah. You know, like you had healed internally your DNA. You had started the process by doing the work. Yeah. And like, sorry, did you finish your point? I don't want to cut you off. No, I'm done. Oh, so like what you said was so good because like you focus on manifesting peace, love, like attracts like. So if you focus on abundance, Like, that's why I was just talking to my friend who's, like, a spiritual leader. And she was telling me, my prayer is just, like, Lord, let me live in constant abundance with her intention on positive abundance. And that, like, leaving it at that frees you up to receive everything positively abundant. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So the more peace you have in your life, the more you're going to attract peace. The more love you have in your life, the more you're going to attract love. But all of that translates into every area. So the material things have to come because you are living in abundance. If you are living in emotional abundance, you have to physically manifest. Okay, reference Simone Gabrielle. So silly. (laughs) But, like, you feel me? I love that. Emotional abundance. Can you coin that? Write that that down. (laughs) Um, I like that emotional abundance. But going back to what you just said, all those celebrities that you listed, because Sakina and I, we live in LA. We're in the industry. I was raised in the industry. My family's in the industry. So I've seen a lot. We see a lot out here. And there's absolutely no judgment towards anyone. Mm-hmm. What everyone should know is Moni's musings for me is just me, stream of conscious thinking. No judgment. I'm not wrong. I'm not right. Mm-hmm. It just is. Um. So, with that being said, you see all of those people living in physical abundance, but they're in that emotional lack, Mm -hmm. so they're searching for fillers. Mm -hmm. The way we have fillers in our food and that cancer from those fillers are killing us, don't we think that 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 emotional cancer, that energetic cancer, I don't know what to call it, can come spiritually into your life? Pause. Write down energetic cancer. That's good, too. Yes. Fucking energetic cancer? Do you know how deep that is? <laughs> Gosh, because people... Yeah. You All just... Right, you know? And, like, going back to what you were saying about um, 
I feel like unworthiness mm-hmm. and feeling alone go hand in hand. Because when I feel unworthy, I don't, at least for me, for Simone Gabrielle, I notice that I'm not as confident. I don't look people in the eye the way I should. I don't ask for what I need when I know that it is my birthright birthright mm-hmm. to not live in lack. So if I have a need, it has to come to me because that was God's law that he created for me. Mm-hmm. I will meet every need. You will lack nothing, right? So... I don't ask for what I need, so then I start lacking. It's a domino effect in every area of my life. I, For me, I start to try to do everything by myself, so I don't ask for help. So then I lose sleep. I lose joy when I lose sleep. Don't forget that sleep is how your body heals at night. Sleep is how your heart heals at night. People say, sleep on it, you'll feel better in the morning. That is a real thing. (laughs) So this team, no sleep, I want you guys to know that that's not a thing. Don't do that. That's not how this works. It's against the... uh... And remember who's teaching team no sleep. Are they the people who always have a bottle in their hand? Are they the people who always have... I mean, I'm not about to talk about blunts. You can always have a blunt. But who always have like a drug (laughs) in their hand? Are they the people who always are blinged out because they need their outer appearance to cover up how empty they feel inside. And how dim the light is and inside. Light so is. let me shine on the outside. Exactly. Mm. And like that, fe- you better, we really are, you, t- yep. So <laughs> all of that being said, when you feel unworthy, you don't ask for those things, but you know that you have a burning heart's desires Mm -hmm. and then when you don't get them you feel even more unworthy Mm -hmm. so that cycle continues until you feel completely alone and I think that all of this started around all any I feel like no some people do like to be alone I do I I, love to be I, I mean we're Aries like we I I thoroughly enjoy being alone. Like I can, but there's a difference. This is in my first book, y'all. There's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Lon- let's use the so word let's use the word loneliness yeah. because you can be surrounded by people and ex- be experiencing loneliness. That's the right. Word. But being alone is like this is my self care time. Right. This is my blank time. This right. is me. Like y'all back up. I need a love. I'm, this is me, me loving me time. Yeah. So let's use loneliness. Loneliness is good because I'm trying to find a way to like verbalize. Like when I just think it's so funny how like when you first said, it's great that we have these conversations because we can, See how we relate. Someone can always yeah. relate. It is just ironic to me that people always feel so alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're going through the same thing. Yeah. Like, absolutely. how can I? Let me not tap the table by the phone. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but like, how can I walk away from a business meeting with twenty-five people and mm. feel more isolated? Mm. And that's what depression feels like. And then the more I started to feel that, speaking again, just for me, it manifests in everyone in different ways. Not in every, whoa, it manifests in different ways. But, um, you know, then I pulled away. Then I felt even more alone. Then I went deeper into this depression. Mm. While this depression and anxiety stemmed from gut issues, the emotions were very real for over a decade. Wow. The suicidal thoughts that I experienced were very real. Mm. For over a decade, what blessed me was I just kept feeling when it was coming from my gut, 
I could tell myself, I could pull myself away and say, I know that I'm fine. Where is this coming from? What is this? Mm-hmm. Right? So for me, I, I went more of the self-help personal development route. I did medicate for a long time with weed. That was my like thing of choice. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the answer. It was never the answer. Let's be clear on that. Not saying weed's a bad thing. Do what you do. But it wasn't the answer. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I just kept going down that spiral. And I kept feeling more and more alone. So when you look at... When you look at... All of the teen suicides. Yeah. All of these kids who see this as an answer. Mm-hmm. Who even see it as an option, let alone an answer. And it all starts from what void are we trying to To fill? fill. Absolutely. What are we trying to heal? Mm -hmm. I am afraid of feeling this alone, feeling this loneliness. So let me medicate. You were talking about, you see these people coked out. They're surrounded by all these teams, but they're always tweeting how it's just me against the world. No one has my back. I can't do anything. And you're wondering why they're overdosing. Yeah. Intentionally. Oh, my God. My heart was so broken with the Demi Demi. Lovato situation. Mm -hmm. You know? And, I mean, like you you said, we're in L.A. So, when you live here, the smoke and mirrors go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I've seen billionaires walking down the street by themselves drunk out of their mind falling off of curbs yeah you know going from one bar to the next yeah like and with the b i meant that you know what i'm yeah. saying <laughs> like uh-huh. so the smoke and mirrors go go away but the the core of this whole conversation to me is really about people suffering and suffering deeply mm-hmm. and not necessarily knowing what mechanisms to use mm-hmm. and not necessarily even having the faith to believe you can have the peace right. and bliss and 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 love with within you mm-hmm. so you you medicate instead of meditate right instead of turning within you and using the tools doing the work doing the work it's hard and guys. it's hard and i, I wanted to um Go back to what you were saying about leaving a business meeting or leaving an event or something with people there and feeling more alone and isolated. That was a really important lesson for me and why I started making different decisions socially. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, well, when I leave this group of people or this event or this place, do I feel full or do I feel empty? Mm -hmm. Do I feel like my cup has been revived and like I know when I leave here I'm gonna be tired because we're doing a lot of energetic you know we're exerting a lot of energy a lot of creative energy um but that's a a positive thing Mm -hmm. but if I leave another person and I feel emotionally drained right I have a headache I don't know my my um Emotions speak through my mind, through my brain. <laughs> like, if I have a headache and oh, I'm so tired and I just can't, like, I feel so shut down. So you also have to, like, be very aware of 
who those circles of people are because that business meeting it could have been big it could have been all well and good but mm-hmm. that's your body your mind your Ooh. spirit your second brain your your yeah. first brain your gut telling you that ain't the circle energetically mm-hmm. that you vibe with right and remember like i love that you said that because my mom and i were talking about this today because it's one thing like you said we we may feel drained. I feel charged up talking about this stuff because I'm excited because I want to pour out to you guys. But it is a pouring out. Yeah, you know it yeah, is yeah. energy. But mm-hmm. this is the type of pouring I can do. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of the people that you have fun with, the people who say that they love you, all those things who who look great, who are great. I mean, every human's great. We're just all working through our own stuff. You know, whatever. But. You still walk away feeling super drained because like does seem like seeks like, but desperation seek, seeks greater. Let me say that right. Hold on. Like seeks like, mm-hmm. desperation seeks greater. Tell me more. I don't get it. When, if we go back down to loneliness, fear, all of those feelings, feeling unworthy, when your light is dim, like you said, not even that. When someone's light is dim, they're going to seek a greater light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get you. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also be mindful of the relationships. A lot of the dis-ease in my body came from my need to impress others by serving those who were in need, mm-hmm. which is great, but people have to want to help themselves. I was saying that yesterday. People want to help people who help themselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So be mindful of the people who are draining you in that way. Because, yeah, I would say, oh, my gosh, I love you. You're so great. You're so amazing. I'm so grateful for you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say that to someone who's doing everything for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it and mean it. That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I should. But if you are that person pouring out to someone who would just rather let you live and fix their lives yeah, for them instead you, of healing themselves. You do the heavy lifting yeah. for them. You you think through their problems for them. You do the praying for mm-hmm. them. You, yeah. you do the cleaning up for them. I want to yeah. free you guys up to know and believe that it is okay to walk away. Mm-hmm. Because God called us all to our own journeys. The universe, whatever you believe in, we all have our own walk. We're all going to die alone. We came into this world alone, Mm -hmm. but we are in community. Yeah. The body of Christ, the body of the universe, the body of whatever, we are supposed to support one another and function as one. But every single cell, organ, vein, whatever you want to call it, in the body has to do its work or else it messes up the whole system. The whole system. We're all... A little part of the big hole is what I like to say. Right. So when you're feeling drained, walking away from situations where you're pouring and pouring and pouring and people are happily taking and taking and taking without pouring anything back to you or without even saying, let me give you a break. Because guess what? Sometimes people who do a lot love to serve. I love to serve, but I love the people who say, Simone, can you take a nap? I don't need you right now. But I need you to be okay. Yeah. I care about your well-being. I know there's nothing I can give you right now. I know there's nothing that you need from me. Mm. But I'm going to give you my concern, yeah. my compassion. I'm going to care about you as a human being and make sure, is your mind right? You're, give, you're doing a lot for me right now. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. 
if you're that person, if you realize right now that you're hearing this and you have someone who is blessing you 24-7 and you haven't said, are you okay? Like, what's going on? How's your family? How can I serve you How today? can I serve you? Mm-hmm. Or even That's if, real. like, if you're in a position, I'm just trying to, like, set everyone free. If you're in a position where, like, there was a night when I was super sick and I was in the hospital and my homegirl held me down. Mm. I couldn't drive. I couldn't barely walk. I had a brand new puppy that I couldn't take care of. I couldn't do anything. All I wanted to do in that moment was die just to end the pain. That was all I wanted in that moment. And she held me down so much. And there was nothing I could do for her. Mm -hmm. But I could just say, I just want you to know that I really appreciate you. And so in that moment, I was like, do you have any businesses you want to start? Can we brainstorm? Can I help? Can we bounce ideas? Can I be here to listen? Yeah. Um... Are you going through anything else in your life? Can I be an ear? I'm in this bed anyways. You know, like, just just knowing that doing does not... What's the word I'm looking for? Does not... Replenish you. Doing doesn't necessarily produce love in other people. What you do for other people will not necessarily automatically produce love out of them towards you. Yes. So I want to free you from your... If you have, if you feel any obligation to pour out more than you take in, I want to free you from that limiting belief and encourage you to find your balance again. Yeah. And there's also a delicate balance with that in learning unconditional love. Learning love and service without the expectation that you'll get something back. Right. Right. And then learning love and service to yourself to yourself because a lot of us have been conditioned to give and give and do and do and until they're in the hospital until until you're sick exactly literally that's what stops a lot of people and that's life bopping you on the head like well when you gonna show up for you yeah you showing up for everybody else you taking care of everybody else which is why i always talk about self-care why i'm always pumping self-care this is what i did for self-care i spend so much fucking money on self-care yeah me too okay but it's the best the, investment it's the best in, what else you're gonna invest in besides your life right what what's more important who's gucci bag right who's right <laughs> who's gucci belt who's gucci belt like who wants who's that who's sewing who's how who's, how <laughs> Invest in your own life. So a lot of times we say, well, we don't have it. We don't have we don't have the money to eat right. We don't have the money for this herb or that herb or for this specialist or for this therapist and that yoga person. And, you know, it's but so we do. We just yeah. don't spend it in the right way. And we don't value ourselves mm-hmm. more than Gucci Prada Fendi. Right. And, and that's that's the work that we need to do is, is truly valuing yourself because even when you give you give and it fills you up that you're not giving out of lack you're not giving Mm -hmm. out of well i'm gonna give because i want to be loved and i want them to appreciate me and i I really want them to be my friend and i want them to to like me and i want Mm -hmm. like how many times you want to go through that cycle before you're like but and then you sit and you're like but i'm still lonely exactly after all (laughs) of that what the fuck you giving you know what the fuck you giving so more you started that out like and i i was saying on the interview i had earlier this week about relationships i was talking about me challenging my bad habits Mm -hmm. of overworking and overachieving Mm -hmm. and over 
exerting myself and I remember being challenged with this a long time ago and what, so what happens to me is I'll get sick like I'll yeah. get a cold or a backache or something like that and I think that probably happens to everybody, everybody. because that's life's way your body's way of saying mm-hmm. I Bam, sorry guys, my mom, who is amazing and I love her, called me at an inopportune time. So, <laughs> we just want to end um, by speaking just a blessing over you guys. We want to mm-hmm. speak, we're really big into the power of words and mm-hmm. affirmations, and I just thought it would be cool if we each spoke 10 over you. Do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. So, do you want me to do I am or you are? Ooh, Let's do I am, and I'm going to repeat. You guys can repeat with me, and then when we switch, and I say it first, Sakina will say it second. All right. I am enough. I am enough. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am divine. I am divine. I'm compassionate. I am compassionate. I am part of the whole. I am part of the whole. I am complete. I am complete. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am worthy again. I am worthy. I am harmonious. I am harmonious. I am a beautiful expression of God created universe. Hey, I'm a beautiful expression of God created universe. God creator universe. Amen. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm blessed. I am blessed. I am fruitful. I'm fruitful. I am prosperous. I'm prosperous. I am limitless. I am limitless. I am abundant. I am abundant. I am receiving every ounce of love that is coming to me right now. I am receiving every ounce of love that is coming to me right now. I receive every blessing that is mine and I release any fear of losing it. I receive every blessing that is mine and release any fear of, of losing, losing it. it. I happily and joyfully renew my mind daily with healthy, positive thoughts. I happily and joyfully renew my mind daily with happy and positive uh-huh, thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am free from being attached to other people's opinions of me. I am free of being attached of other people's opinions of me. That part. Mm-hmm. I love, believe in, support, and abundantly accept myself as I am. I love, believe in, support, and abundantly accept myself as I am. But I always joyfully leave space. But I always joyfully leave space. To grow. To grow. Exponentially. Exponentially. In all areas of my life. In all areas of my life. In every moment of every day. In every moment of every day. We love you guys. We love you. Love and light. That was deep. That was really good, Mom. (laughs) Bye, guys.